This episode is supported by Jace Medical. You may or may not know that in December, drug shortages across the U.S. hit a record high. This is causing severe disruptions in medical treatments, resulting in delays, treatment cancellations, and the unfortunate rationing of vital medications. I know that I have heard in the last few months from multiple mom friends of mine, instances where they have not been able to get medications for themselves or for their children in critical crisis moments. This is so, so scary. I know I've had friends with their kids having seasonal flu cold symptoms, struggling to breathe, and they're at urgent care and unable to get the antibiotics that they need because of these shortages. This is scary stuff. Most notably, one of the short supply antibiotics is amoxicillin, which is commonly used for so many of our children's illnesses. So here's where Jace Medical comes in. They have the Jace case, which is a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that are used for the most common common and deadly bacterial infections. And you can also customize your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your or your children's family's unique needs, like an EpiPen, for example, something that you would never want to be without, would never want to have to run from pharmacy to pharmacy in pursuit of. So if you want to go get these medications and have your antibiotics on supply so that you always have them when you need them in case of an emergency, in case of a disaster, in case of being a, you know, a victim of this drug shortage, Jace Medical will have you covered. All you need to do is go to jacemedical.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code SHAMELESS at jacemedical, J-A-S-E medical.com, jacemedical.com, code SHAMELESS. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean, and I'm here to give you and other passionate, dedicated moms the tools you need to bridge the gap between motherhood and living the life of your dreams. I'm also here to help you be a little more shameless every day, because if you aren't building a life you're extraordinarily proud of, what kind of legacy are you building? So let's dive in. On today's episode, we'll be talking about how to become more powerful in your daily life and how becoming more powerful will help you toward goals in all areas of your life. I'm going to give you five tips to help you perpetuate power. And I'm also going to tell you how potty training has created more power in our house. All right, so we're going to just dive in and get really dirty from the get-go today. One of the great things that things that has been happening at my house lately is that my son is becoming more independent, which I love. So he'll like take off and do things for minutes on end, sometimes 30 minutes at a time. He'll entertain himself, which is so fun for me, and I think he enjoys it too. So win-win for everyone. So the other morning, we're getting ready for school, and I'm in the kitchen finishing up packing lunches or something. And he leaves and he tells me he's going to the bathroom and he's gone for a while. And you know that like time limit where you're thinking, I think it's been too quiet for too long. So I go to the bathroom and I carefully open the door, peek my head in and he's standing in a puddle of pee crouched down, looking into his little toddler potty with a flashlight examining his poop. Has this ever happened to you? So my immediate thought was, oh my gosh, like scream and take the flashlight and freak out. And just because it was so potentially, I mean, it was disgusting, but the potential for a really disgusting mess was imminent. But I knew that if I flipped out about it, that he would get way more excitable and it could be traumatic for everyone. So I collected myself very quickly. And then I was like, oh, what are you doing? And he tells me how he's looking at his poop and he's super excited about it and super proud of it. And I'm just trying not to laugh. And I'm trying to think like, how can I negotiate this flashlight away from him before the flashlight is in the potty? So luckily I was able to do that. 
I get the flashlight away from him. He's standing in his socks in the puddle of pee. And so we have to navigate cleaning that all up and all these things that happen with potty training. The funny thing, though, the whole time is that he is just proud that he peed and pooped all by himself, completely independently. He didn't need me to come in the bathroom with him. He found his flashlight. He was able to investigate the whole thing when he was done. This was a big deal for him, and he was totally into it. And so I just kind of had to ride it out like, yeah, this is awesome. I'm really loving this. I love that you're standing in your pee. I love that you almost smashed a flashlight into your poop. This is fantastic. So the great thing about that moment is that in that moment, he was in his power. He realized that he could do something that has been a challenge up to this point. He could go to the bathroom on his own. He could be all done with it and just hang out and like pull up his own pants and investigate the whole thing. His new thing is he wants to try to put the potty from the little potty into the big potty on his own, which creates a ton of anxiety for me because it's so disgusting and urine and feces flying all over my bathroom is just not my favorite thing. But he's gaining more and more independence with potty training, which is fantastic. And he's really finding his power in the whole thing and having so much more confidence, which I'm loving. So this brings me to our topic for the day, which is power and what creates power and where does it come from and how do you get it? And I think it's an interesting topic. And it's so funny to see through the eyes of a three-year-old who doesn't necessarily know what their power is and they definitely want more of it, but they can't really clarify that that's what they want. And they certainly can't articulate how to get it or anything like that. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone, and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. Lynn, this time of year, parenting can be such a fluster clucks. You've come to the right place. I'm Lynn Lyons, and I've been treating anxious families for over 30 years. I'm Lynn's sister-in-law and co-host Robin Hudson. Join us for Fluster Clucks, a podcast for parents who worry. Wait, that's everybody. Yeah, these last few years have felt like one long anxiety attack for so many. Why do you think parents are always surprised that a podcast about anxiety relates to them, even if no one in their house has an anxiety disorder? Well, worry is human. Everyone does it. And anxiety shows up when we face uncertainty. All the parenting tips you've taught me have been essential. I love to break it down into skills we need to manage worry in our families. We've covered so many topics depression, burnout, meltdowns, perfectionism. Don't forget scary mothers-in-law. Right, but of course that's not my mother-in-law. Because that's my mother. And a listener. As a psychotherapist, I like to teach parents and kids how to respond to everyday moments in healthy ways. Managing anxiety really can be taught. It really can. And I'll even tell you what to say. We talk about serious stuff. 
but without being too serious. Anxiety wants everything serious. Anxiety doesn't stand a chance when we're laughing, even about the tough stuff. So when you think about your life and power, what does that look like for you? Are you the person who is confidently, proudly standing in your new creations, in your little puddles of pee with a flashlight and checking it all out and seeing what happened and seeing how the whole thing went down and trying to figure out how you can replicate it and do it again. And when can you do it again? Because this is so cool and exciting and all the things that my son is thinking now that he can poop by himself. So when you think about power, what does that mean for you? Because for some people that can be really scary. And for a lot of women, the idea of power isn't even attractive. We don't necessarily kind of from an evolutionary standpoint, it's definitely, and culturally too, it's definitely not something that we're like strongly encouraged to be powerful. So when you think of power and think of the people who are powerful in your life, who are those people and how do they stand out to you and what do they have? And would you want to emulate their behaviors and how would you do that? And it's an interesting thing to consider. So I was reading about this and doing some research on power a few months ago for a talk I was going to do with a group. And I came across this great quote and I've read it so many times now because it's such a good reminder. So here it is. I got this from an article online and it says, people often think a powerful person is powerful because he or she has ability to influence the decisions of others. While that is true to an extent, the truth is the only reason they are able to influence others is that others believe them to be powerful to begin with. So you're not really powerful unless other people think that you're powerful. And the only way you can make other people think that you're powerful is by your behavior and how you carry yourself and how you act and how you create the life that you want or don't create the life that you want. So I think that's so telling. I love the idea that you get to choose if you're powerful and then you're powerful in the eyes of the people who choose to see you that way. And that's fantastic. I'm only powerful to the people listening to this podcast because you've deemed me to be powerful. So thank you. Thank you very much. I like to think that I'm really powerful, but I also love the concept that I'm powerful in a way that allows me to attract the people that I want to attract. And so I'm happy that I attracted you to listen to this. And I hope that you're thinking about that too, thinking about who do you want to attract in your life and how can you be influential in that way? So I love that my son thinks he's really powerful now because he can go potty by himself. And that makes me see him as more powerful. And that makes me see him as more independent and more capable and like all these other things, which are so exciting for our household, because the more powerful and independent he can be, the more that gives me time to do other things. And that means that we can start just continuing to diversify the things that we're able to do as a family, which is fantastic. So think about where do you stand with power? Are you as powerful as you want to be? And how can you change that? Most of us probably would like to be more powerful in certain areas of our life. I know that's something that, you know, certain areas of my life, I can feel really powerful. And then in other areas, I just feel like, oh man, totally struggling to keep my head afloat and totally struggling to create things that I want in certain areas of my life. And so I like the idea that I can be powerful if I choose to be powerful. And power is such a perception that it's really about leading your life in a way that you want to live it. And then people will start to see you in a certain way based on how you're living. So if you want to have more power in your life, I want to give you five tips. So five tips that you can use to be more powerful in your daily life. And these are big things. 
you might only want to focus on one at a time and that's totally fine. I'm a fan of really like nailing one thing and then moving on to the next. So go ahead. And if you are in a place where you can write this down, write it down. Otherwise we'll make sure to include these five items in our show notes so that you will have a quick little reference. But I do want you to take some notes on this and make sure that you include these kinds of things in your weekly goal setting or monthly goal setting. However you lay out your goals, make sure that these kinds of steps are included because these things will all give you more power on a very consistent basis. And this will change how others perceive you, but it will also change how you perceive yourself. And that perception makes all the difference. When you perceive yourself as powerful, you will take more chances and grow in all areas of your life in bigger ways. And when other people see you taking those chances, they will see you growing in all areas of your life. So there's a huge snowball effect. And when you think other people are seeing you as being more powerful, you will continue to move forward with confidence and you will continue to move forward and take calculated risks, which we're going to talk about in a minute. So making sure that you're doing the things that allow you to continue to be powerful and to perpetuate powerful habits in your life. All right. So here we go. Number one, it's essential to become more powerful that you get clear on your goals and then take the necessary steps to follow them. So you have to know what you want and you have to know why it's extremely important to you. If something's not extremely important to you, it's not going to get done. You know, with my son in potty training, he actually has been able to hold his bladder for hours and hours and hours since he was like one and a half. He's just now choosing to demonstrate that a year and a half later. So he had the power, but he was not so clear on how to use that and what to do with it and why it was important because it certainly was not important for a very long time. It's only recently become important as he's been able to see that if he chooses to go potty on his own, then there's all these other things that get to happen. He gets to be more independent and he gets to be such a big boy and all those kinds of things that I'm sure you talk about at your house too. All the big boy stuff versus being a little boy. He definitely is pretty motivated by being a big boy. So what are your goals being really clear on them. And then why are they really extremely important to you? Because they have to be extremely important to you if you're going to ever make them a priority. You have to make clear for yourself that these things are going to happen. You are going to pursue these goals. And then others, as they see you in your pursuit of your goals, will see the momentum and the power behind you that is pushing you forward. And others will start to perceive you as being capable in those ways. And they will see your goals as being very possible as you start to see your goals as being possible. Hi there, I'm Andrea Owen, self-help author with 19 translations of my books, global keynote speaker, and life coach. My podcast, Make Some Noise, has been serving up self-help in a simple-to-digest way for the last decade. The topics brought in each episode are practical and easy to implement around topics such as working through fears that keep you stuck, different modalities of therapy, managing your negative self-talk, and more. We bring you guest experts, solo episodes, and I even coach listeners on the air around relatable struggles. I also do my best to weave my sense of humor into some heavy topics because let's face it, life can be pretty hard and it's so much better when we can have some fun while walking through our challenges. Whether you're seasoned in personal development or just starting out, Make Some Noise podcast will help you become the best version of yourself, the person you're proud of when you look in the mirror and show up in your life. Simply search Make Some Noise with Andrea Owen wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
If you're a parent, I invite you to join us at the Mindful Mama podcast, where it's all about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent with sometimes hilarious and always thought-provoking experts and friends. At Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have. And when you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm Hunter Clark Fields, and I can't wait to see you there. Listen in to the Mindful Mama podcast. Number two, you want to consistently self-monitor when you're looking to build more power, when you're looking to meet your goals, always thinking, does this take me closer to or further from my goal? So if you're trying to build power, if you're trying to really own your life and own your space, you have to really notice in your daily behaviors and in your daily habits and in the steps that you take where you're sacrificing time and effort and energy, is this taking me closer to or further from my goal? Because it's a lot easier to do something that's uncomfortable if you recognize like, oh, this is taking me closer to a goal. Okay, it's totally worth it. But if it doesn't feel like it's taking you closer to a goal, then don't do it. Don't waste the time. One of the things that is really essential is how you use your energy when you're in pursuit of a goal and when you're in pursuit of becoming more powerful. So if something doesn't take you closer to your goal, don't waste your time with it because that's time you could have put into something that does take you closer to your goal. The third piece here is removing negative thought patterns. Any energy that you put toward negative things is energy that is wasted, that could have been put toward something positive. This was huge for me a few years ago. I was really struggling with my running relationship, meaning that I was hating running. And every time I would go running, I would just think, oh, when is it going to be over? When's it going to be over? This is miserable. And then I was listening to Marie Forleo one day. And if you're not familiar with Marie Forleo, she's amazing. Look her up. Marie TV is so awesome. She's super funny and always has great take-home messages for really strong women. So anyways, one of the things that she brought up in one of her episodes of Marie TV was anytime you use negative energy, you've wasted an opportunity to have positive energy spent on something. And so I really started thinking about that when I was running, thinking, okay, I'm not going to just sit here and spend this whole run thinking how much I hate it. I'm really going to start thinking like, oh, I'm strong today and I'm powerful and I'm moving forward and one step at a time and just keep moving and take a deep breath and think about how good you're going to feel when this is done and feel your heart beating and feel grateful that you can do this. And I just totally shifted my thought process around the whole thing. And that made a really big difference. And so every time I catch myself in these negative loops now, I stop and I'm like, wait, 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 wait. You know, if I've spent 15 minutes being negative and cranky about something, that's 15 minutes that could have been put towards something really positive and productive. And I can't ever get that time back. So that's so critical. So number four is taking calculated risks. Taking calculated risks is essential. Think about the people who have power in your life that you look up to as being powerful and strong. They take calculated risks and you probably look at them sometimes and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that person's doing that. And then you see them doing it. And you're like, holy cow, they're really doing that. This is amazing. Be that person, be the person that takes calculated risks. I'm not saying to do things that are crazy and essentially, you know, potentially damaging, but take calculated risks. That means knowing the pros and the cons and knowing what you have to stand and what you have to lose and then making this decision based on that. And that can be tough because you're weighing factors like, is this good for my family? Is this good for me? Is this good for me professionally? Is this good for me on so many different levels? 
But in order to move forward, you have to take those calculated risks. And if you don't take those calculated risks, you get to that place where you're stuck. And that's where the negative thought patterns start to creep in every time you're stuck. Being stuck is not a good thing. It's not, doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel productive. It doesn't feel positive. So you have to take those little steps, those little risky steps on a very regular basis. So make sure you know what your calculated risks are and make sure you're making those moves because you will not progress without calculated risks. And then number five, final one here is putting yourself first. You can be much more selfless if you're selfish. You can influence more people if you put yourself first. You can't put others first and become more powerful because eventually you will crash and burn. So you have to put yourself first, finding out what are you passionate about? What do you love? What do you really, really want to do? Why is a goal essential for you? Why is a goal extremely important to you? And then once you know what's in it for you and why this is critical for you, it's not super hard to move forward. It might be a little bit scary, but when your head is in that space of knowing that this is what I want and this is why I want it, and this is why this is really good for me, you've made that selfish gesture toward yourself and you've made that selfish commitment that this is what I need right now. And then you can recognize this is how I can influence so many other people. This is how this will positively influence my family or my colleagues or anyone else in your life. So those are your five steps to building more power in your life and five steps towards really being powerful and working towards your goals. I hope this was helpful. I definitely want you to review these notes in the show notes so that you can make sure that you take note of what areas in your life you need to be implementing these things. And then lastly, I want to make sure that you leave a review if you have found this podcast to be helpful. So make sure you head over to iTunes and leave a review and let us know what was helpful to you about this episode. And also leave me your questions and let me know what you want more of. I'm definitely reading all of the feedback right now that we're getting on the podcast as we're starting out. I want to know what you love. I want to know what you know more of, and I want to know your funny stories and your selfish stories. So just check in with me. Let me know how this information is resonating with you and let me know how you are being a little bit more of a selfish mom every single day. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not gonna tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it but I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free.